consider myself the final authority, but I'm going to give you my 30 plus years of professional experience and 57 years of life experience. That's where this is coming from. And we're going to look at healthy and unhealthy anger, healthy and unhealthy forgiveness, the role of empathy, the role of grief, and then we'll look at a kind of a thought, action, feeling overview so we can look at this from different perspectives. And then we'll take a look at intimacy, which you know, I think you may find there's occasionally a little love, anger, and forgiveness in intimate relationships. Self-forgiveness, faith, and optimism is where we'll kind of wrap it up. So what does it mean to hold on? Just imagine right now that you're holding on to a grievance. Like and it's really strong. What's your body doing? Tensing up, guts tightening, maybe breathing gets a little more shallow, maybe arms and shoulders and, you know, the, the sign of holding on is the fist. Love kind of makes us want to hold on. I mean, isn't this one of the challenges of parenting? <laughs> is loving that child so much you want to hold on to them, but the only way they can thrive and grow is for you to let go? Hold too tight, the love is gone. Overprotective parents can literally cripple their children. Anger is holding on. Anger is not, you know, in the, at least in the beginning stages, anger is about the fist, right? Holding on to my right to this emotion. And holding on can certainly become control, jealousy, dependency, but not love. So what starts out with love can very easily end up in something that is not love. That's why you find people getting married and then hurting the people they love the most, which is all too familiar. Now, what about letting go? It's actually not as easy as holding on. Have you noticed that? I'd like you to just right now let go of everything. Okay? <laughs> let go of all your worries and fears and all of your anger and resentment and doubt. Okay, go ahead. Are you done yet? I mean, I've had people, and this may apply to some of you or people you know, no idea how to let go. No, how to, no idea how to relax my belly to allow my breathing and my digestion to work properly. I mean, you see the connection to health and wellness here? Love is letting go. Love is not about holding on. Love is not about molding and shaping the other person into who you want them to be. Love is about discovering who they are and welcoming them into your life. Anger release is about letting go. When you're releasing anger, you are letting go. And often, after you may have experienced this, when you have a wonderful anger release, you're more relaxed. Your breathing is deeper. A lot of times people can hold their head higher because there isn't so much of that tension in the neck and shoulders. Forgiveness is letting go of anger. It's one way of looking at it. Deep love requires surrender. Have you ever noticed that? It could be spiritual love. That certainly requires surrender. And love for an intimate, significant other requires surrender. Particularly for that special person, your spouse or your significant other, to let them love you and to let yourself love them can be very frightening. 
And there's a certain amount of surrender involved in that. Letting go can be the beginning of control. And there, there's a paradox there, isn't there? It might seem like I can make things just the way they, I want them so that I'm safe and happy by holding on, and yet that actually creates my worst fears. And it's letting go sometimes that allows this larger, perhaps more graceful force to work its way in our lives. Love can be blind, and you probably notice that sometimes, you know, you or, or others, you may have noticed that people can be blind. I mean, the battered wives syndrome is a great example, right? Or battered spouses, it happens to men as well. The, the love blinds them to the abuse and the sickness.